people start moving out, older people start dying off, and um, it, it has changed. Tamala Jones grew up on Hazelwood Street, just two blocks south of 12th and Claremont. She was born after the riot, so she doesn't remember what happened. But she has learned a lot about it from reading newspaper clippings, probing library archives, and talking to neighbors who do remember. She's written a script for a movie that she calls From the Ashes. It's about a man who relives the riot in his dreams, and it turns into a wake-up call. The guy just goes through this, and he's just tossing and turning uh, in this nightmare, and when he comes to, he's in present day. And um, he comes to the mirror and realizes that, you know, he knows about the riot, so he has to pass those stories on so that his kids can tell their kids and that we will never have this happen again. Just as her fictional Uncle Chester character passes the riot's lessons to his own children, Tamala plans to share what she's learned with her own son, Roosevelt. Before, you know, it was a project, you know, um, and I, I was doing a film that I loved about my neighborhood. But after having a kid, it became more personal that I do this, you know, not just for me, but for him. Tamala no longer lives on Hazelwood, but her mother does. Ruth Jones moved in a year after the riot because it was a little better than her old neighborhood near 15th and McGraw. As we talked in her living room, she said one of the biggest changes she's noticed on Hazelwood is how it's lost its sense of neighborliness. She says even after the riot, it was the kind of block where people knew and watched out for each other. We got peoples here that lives on the street now that don't want to talk to each other. You know, they don't want to say anything. You walk down the street, you say good morning, and they just look at you like you strange fruit, you know. And we've been living here all this time. Ruth has lived here for almost 40 years and doesn't expect to leave. Not that she hasn't thought about it. You really want to know the truth? Yes, I do want to out. I really do want out, but I can't get out. Why? Because I have something here that keeps me here. What is it? Uh, I got children. I got grandchildren. I got great-grandchildren. And they look. They come here looking for me. Ruth Jones died in 2012, five years after we met. Her daughter, Tamala, says the family lost the house on Hazelwood to a reverse mortgage. In 2014, fire destroyed the family's possessions, including most of the work she did on her film. She says she's looking for a new home and plans to finish the movie soon. Despite those setbacks, Tamala says all is well. Her son Roosevelt is now 11. There was a time when he could have looked forward to getting a job in one of the many local businesses around 12th and Claremont. Such opportunities are scarcer today, but Pamela Hilliard-Owens, who grew up in nearby LaSalle Gardens, remembers what the neighborhood used to be like. I remember being little, going to get ice cream, and that's where we had our cleaners, and, and there was a meat store there, and, and we did all of our shopping right there, and that was all gone. Uh, there was a pharmacy there, right across the street from our church. Our church is still there on 12th Street in Virginia Park, and across the street was a pharmacy, uh, Mr. Maven's Pharmacy, and he was a black pharmacist. The Barthwell Pharmacy was right down the street. The Barthwells are very, very well-known, long-term Detroit people, and uh, Mr. Barthwell had his pharmacy there, and um, uh, so all of that was gone. Today, there's one pharmacy in Pam Owen's old neighborhood. It's inside the family food store, which anchors the Virginia Park Community Plaza Shopping Center. The Virginia Park neighborhood suffered some of the worst damage in 1967. Decades of disinvestment depressed property values here. But at least one developer is trying to turn that tide. 
David Aladi co-founded Century Partners, which is rehabilitating vacant homes on Atkinson Street near Boston Edison, home to some of Detroit's grandest and most expensive houses. Aladi says the goal is to repopulate this block with new residents and new investment. He says he's inspired by the pride and grit of those who've lived here through the worst times, and they should reap the rewards of new growth. We're seeing folks who, again, have lived in a neighborhood for a long time. You know, they're now seeing the benefit of their determination to stick by the neighborhood when other folks are moving out. They're now seeing their home values appreciate, and be, you know, they're able to start again on that wealth building, that intergenerational wealth building process. Aladi's project isn't the first effort to revive housing near the scene of the uprising. Years ago, a group called Virginia Park Community Investment Associates developed Virginia Park Estates, a subdivision of two-story homes that have been well-kept. Another group, Brothers Always Together, has spent the last 25 years encouraging growth around Claremont and 12th Street, which is now Rosa Parks Boulevard. Every summer, the group gathers at Gordon Park, right at the intersection. President Lamont Causey says 2017's gathering was special. Being the 50th anniversary, um, you know, everyone putting their hands on this. Uh, we're sorry it had to take 50 years for it to happen, but we're excited that that type of attention is finally coming back into this community. While the community has seen some progress, Pam Owen says it still needs more, especially when it comes to public safety. Mayor Mike Duggan says emergency response times have improved citywide, but Owen says it could be better. I did call the police once because someone was running down the street saying they're going to shoot somebody with a gun. They came pretty quickly then. <laughs> but for other things, they don't come as quickly. Now, maybe it has improved a little bit, but still not enough. And they say they're hiring more police officers and things like that. Detroit police came to 12th and Claremont 50 years ago. The blind pig they raided is long gone. Some of the scars of violence are healing. In Gordon Park, a new state historical marker provides a permanent reminder of what happened here in 1967 and stands amid hopes for what's happening in 2017 and what may come over the next 50 years. I'm Pat Batchelor.